Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies. I hope you've all had a wonderful weekend and are looking forward to a beautiful week ahead. Um, it's not going to lie. <laughs> I moved to Spain at the beginning of this year thinking um, I'm going to be moving to warmer climates. And typically, <laughs> they have had the worst winter on record. Um, I don't want to moan about the weather too much, but I am British and this is something that we are known for. So I'm going to have a little bit of a rant. It has done nothing but rain <laughs> pretty much since we got here. So I had a very, very chilled weekend just hanging out um, with the children and just we had a roast dinner, which was really nice, made me feel um, very much back at home again, having a nice roast dinner and just... Um, yeah, just hanging out with the kids at home. But yes, I hope you've all had a wonderful weekend. For this episode, I actually want to share something that has um, happened to me recently on my personal development journey. And it's really kind of tied into the topic of stepping into your next level of growth. Because it's something that I've started to recognize happens to me when I am ready for an up level. So I wanted to share my experience for anybody who's perhaps experiencing the same or to kind of help you understand what to perhaps expect when you are going through a period of growth. Now, when I talk about a period of up level, what I mean is you you kind of maybe know that feeling when you know that time is right for you to start making big changes, for you to start you know, reaching that next level. So maybe you're about to make a significant change within your career, like initially take that leap into a new career. Maybe you've started a business and you know you're ready to reach that next level of income. So for me, it's kind of in a number of different ways that I'm kind of really at the point now where I'm ready to take that next step. And it's specifically in relation to my business because I've got my business now to a stage where financially it's very, very healthy. I'm succeeding in so many ways within the business that I'm so incredibly grateful for and I feel sort of so proud about and so happy about. But I know that it's got to a stage now that there needs to be the next step. Um, I mean, in terms of income levels, We've, we, we still grow pretty much consistently each month, but there hasn't been sort of those big giant leaps that I have witnessed in the past, okay? And I know that I'm ready for that big, exciting next giant leap because at the moment it's feeling a little bit comfortable, okay? And this is something to watch out for. When things start to feel comfortable, it's time to move. It's time to start making changes. It's time to start shaking things up a little bit. 
And so this is what I've noticed. Like I kind of know what to expect within my business each month. Um, the marketing, we've pretty much got all of that locked down. Like we know exactly what we need to do to hit certain income milestones. And it's become very, very predictable, which is great. You kind of want that security and stability within a business, but you also need something there to be pushing you. So at the moment, I know I need to be exploring different possibilities within the business, how to really scale that income even further, how we can start making even more of an impact with the work that we do, and various other projects, which I've kind of been thinking about, but they've sort of always been on the back burner. It's time to start bringing some of those new things into the limelight. Now, with change comes discomfort because we're creatures of habits, right? We like to stay what is known to us, what is familiar to us. And so what I always tend to recognize when I tell myself, okay, this is your opportunity now to step up. This is your time to start making some changes. I notice that I start falling back into self-sabotaging patterns, patterns that reemerge that were, that were visible from the beginning of my journey. Okay, so I'll share with you some of my self-sabotaging patterns, but you will probably have your own to recognize within you. And what I'm talking about here is things that you start to do to either distract yourself, to either avoid dealing with things, um, to maybe sort of numb yourself, from, you know, if if your next level of growth is, let's say, a, a personal inner shift, you kind of avoid facing up to whatever it is that you're feeling. So basically what we're looking for is, is patterns of almost avoidance, things that are distracting you from getting to that next level, or things that you are purposely placing in the way of you getting to that next level. So I'll share with you some of my distractions um, and then you can perhaps think about what some of your distractions are. And then I want to kind of explore this topic a little bit further. So for me, my distractions kind of almost look the same. Um, I tend to (laughs) go on these like mad Netflix binges. Okay. So at the moment, my thing has been Bridgerton. I have been like obsessed with watching Bridgerton and now I've you know pretty much caught up with that it's kind of looking at other tv shows that I get sort of sucked into and typically this will happen in the evening when I could be using that time to really zone in I use it instead to zone out and there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking time to zone out I'm not saying that we have to give up those things but it shouldn't come at the cost of tuning in so what I mean about by that is that typically when we, let's say we watch Netflix or let's say you're doing something else, like my other self-sabotaging pattern is online shopping. <laughs> and I'm not, to be honest, not, I'm not normally somebody who, you know, shops a huge amount, but I will go through these phases where I will shop like a woman possessed. And again, this was something that goes right back to even before I discovered this personal development work, when I was shopping like a crazy person to avoid having to deal with what I was dealing with at the time. So before I started my business, those things were heartache. It was feelings of low self-worth. It was feeling miserable in my job. It was kind of a lot of emotional stuff that was going on. And I used shopping as a way to really just cut myself off from all of that. You know, when I was 
sort of shopping and sort of spending money. It was almost like my quick fix of endorphins as a way to feel better or a way to feel good and a way to really distract myself from all the other crap that was going on in my life at the time. And it's interesting how that pattern re-emerges itself today because it's something that I've done a lot of work around, especially around money mindset and why we spend money and you know our feelings around money and our beliefs around money. I've done a lot of work around that. But what's really interesting is how it can sometimes rear its ugly head again. So those are the two things that I've kind of recognized recently. I've been watching a lot more Netflix and I've been doing a lot more online shopping. And so I started to think, well, why am I doing this? And I started to recognize myself getting really frustrated with myself, angry with myself. Like, you know better than this. You know better than to waste... I mean, I'm talking like I spent like two hours (laughs) over the weekend looking for cushions for my bed. Two hours looking for cushions. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Um, You know, and I spent hours and hours watching Bridgerton and other shows on Netflix. I was like, you know better than this. You could be using this time in such a better way. One of the things that I would really love to get working on this year is the launch of my second book something that I've kind of started putting together snippets of it, but it's something that I would really like to accomplish this year, to really release that that second book and to put that out into the world. And this time that I'm spending zoning out is making me not take the steps to, to put that book into motion. So maybe you've experienced this yourself, where you've got all of these big plans of what you want to do, that are going to take you to that next level, but you do everything else (laughs) possible to avoid doing those plans. Um, You know, I knew people that love to clean their house, you know, that's kind of their way of procrastinating. And sometimes actually that happens for me, I'll just randomly just start organizing like cupboards and drawers, you know, as a way to just avoid doing the work, basically. Now, let me just talk about this frustration and agitation. We're beating ourselves up here for something that is actually quite powerful. We're getting annoyed with ourselves for having the self-awareness that we are repeating old patterns, when really this is something that we should be praised. This is actually the first step in making change is self-awareness. Okay, so the fact that you are recognizing that you are slipping into these patterns is a really, really positive thing. The worst thing we can do here is, 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 you know, get frustrated with ourselves because we've got that self-awareness and that is key. That is the foundation to manifesting your best life is to be self-aware of what is going on for you, what is showing up for you, because it's only when we have awareness that we are then able to do the work to change those patterns. Self-awareness or, you know, the awareness that you are repeating these old patterns, this in itself is a sign of progress. Self-awareness is always going to come before the leap forwards when it comes to your personal transformation and personal growth. So how do we deal with these self-sabotaging patterns then? Because once we've recognized them, then we've got the power. And then it's thinking about, well, what tools do I have access to that will help me transform this self-sabotage? Okay. 
And so quite often, any the reason why we act in a certain way all comes back to our beliefs again. You know, our actions are dictated by what we believe. And so I find a really powerful way to start probing into what my current beliefs are is to start asking questions. And this is why I love coaching so much. The quality of your life depends on the quality of your questions that you ask yourself. So if you have, you know, powerful coaching skills and you are somebody that can powerfully ask the right questions, you can become your own self-coach. Okay, this is why I love the work that I do because I'm able to not only support my clients, but I can also then support myself to create this this self-awareness as well. So I like to start asking myself questions as if I am coaching myself. And I also like, I like to start to inquire into, first of all, I like to inquire into the fears around me stepping into that next level. What do I believe is going to be scary about going there, about taking my business or whatever it is to that next level? What am I afraid of? So this is something you want to ask yourself. If you were to get everything that you wanted at that next level, you know, when you're thinking about the, the next big step for you, the next big change you want to make, what is it that you're most afraid of? So I started to ask myself this question. And one of the things, as I mentioned, was that I really want to write my next book. So I started to ask myself the question in relation to this, like, why am I avoiding this? Why am I putting this off? Why am I stopping myself from going to that next level? And one of the things that came up for me was this fear around criticism, because it's something that I have experienced. Criticism and being misunderstood, because they were two things that I found that I experienced from the launch of my first book. Now, thankfully, it was very sort of one isolated incident. Um, and on the whole, like the, the feedback that I got and the messages that I still get today about how the book has really helped people still overweighs all of that. But there was one comment and it was, it was on Amazon of all places, which is really annoying because it's obviously there. It's a review for everybody to see. And it was a comment about my points of view on the, basically how we, our thoughts, what I was trying to say was that our thoughts and what we're thinking about and what we're focusing on can actually have physical impacts on our body and our health. And so then if we are sometimes, if we're experiencing some sort of poor health, we can often trace that back to what has been going on internally when it comes to our thoughts. And somebody took that as, well, if you're ill, it's your fault and, you know, it's only ever going to be your fault if you're ill and you should have just thought in in a better way. And obviously, there is lots that I can't explain when it comes to the law of attraction. You know, serious illness, war, you know, really horrible, awful things that happen that I still haven't been able to reconcile with the law of attraction. But I still, you know, what I was wanting to say was that I do think there's been definitely been times when I've been ill, when I know it's traced back to the negativity I was experiencing in my, mind, in my mind, okay? And so my thoughts are actually creating the illness. And actually, there has been tests, scientifically proven tests, that prove the relationship between stress, 
So what we're thinking about and how we're perceiving situations and the physical effects on the body. We all know this. We all know that there's a causal link between, you know, the stress of the mind and the physical effects of the body. And so I was just basically wanting to to share about this. And unfortunately, somebody, one person took it the wrong way and, you know, and I took it really, really badly. And it got to a point where I even wanted to just completely pull the book completely and just delete that whole bit. And I had so many people that told me, no, like you're never going to please everybody. And there's always going to be somebody that will take one little thing and take it in a way that you perhaps didn't mean it or, um, yeah, or perhaps not agree with you. And that's okay because there's going to be so many people that do agree with you and that will love so much of the book. So that was my little sort of story when it came to my, my first book. And so what I realized was that I was holding on to all of this fear and apprehension about being criticized, about being misunderstood when it came to my second book. And that's been a big root, I think, of why I've been procrastinating on this. So it's identifying those fears, but it's also thinking about what is the positives of this behavior? So when we think about self-sabotage, we think of that as a negative behavior, but behind every behavior is a positive intention, okay? This is one of the principles actually of NLP, the presuppositions <laughs> of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is behind every action is a positive intention. So I started to explore some of my own positive intentions, like what is it about doing this negative thing that is in some way giving me some sort of positive benefit. And so I started to think about, let's say, for example, you know, really kind of stepping up in terms of my income level. I know absolutely what it's going to take to get my business to five times its income next month. We know what the figures are. We basically know how to reverse engineer that process to get it to that next stage yet I'm not doing it. (laughs) There's a reason why I'm not doing it. And that reason, there must be some sort of positive reason of why I'm not doing it. And this is where it gets really interesting. And it all comes back to my addiction to the struggle. My addiction to to having to prove myself, to work hard, to make things more stressful than what they need to be. Because I get some sort of value from that. My worthiness has always been derived from how hard I've worked. And this is something that I've talked a lot about on this podcast. And it's funny because, again, this is something else that I've done huge amounts of work around. Yet it will always always creep up at the moment when you're about to step into your greatness. Even the things that you've worked on. Old patterns will always resurface themselves that moment when you are about to step into that next level. Sometimes it's something I've recognized time and time again happen. And so here I am knowing that, okay, I am ready and I I need to step things up. I want to step things up to the next level. Yeah, it's something that I just keep putting off. I know what I've got to do, but I just am not doing it. And again, it was back, came back to this 
identity that I was clinging on to of me as the hard worker, me as the person who, you know, could earn my right to receive because of the fact I knew that I could hustle. I knew that I could work hard. I knew that I could, you know, pull those late nights and, you know, do all the things and juggle a million plates. And I prided myself upon the fact that I, you know, I could be that person. And I know deep down that that's not who I want to be. And it's an identity I've spent a lot of time letting go of because I want things to be fun. I want things to be easy. I want things to just flow without sort of that pressure and stress that I often purposefully put on myself. But I found myself back to this place. And I found myself, even though what we've got within my business, even though it's working really, really well, I started to make these just random changes. Okay, we're going to change this part of, you know, our, you know, our marketing strategy, or we're going to do this differently. And of course, a big part of business is change. And you kind of always need to be evolving and adapting to the market. But I found myself just doing these things for the sake of doing it. What I was doing was I was just making things more difficult than what they needed to be. Rather than just doing you know, keep doing what is working and doing it just at a higher level. I made up my mind that all of this needs to be changed. For us to get to the next level, all of this needs to be changed. And I made it into this big, huge deal, this big, weighty, heavy task that would command lots of hours from me, you know, lots of input from my team, lots of stress, lots of overwhelm. And all of these things were actually not necessary, Because really, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? That's (laughs) one of my mottos, actually, in business is, you know, if it's working, keep doing it. If you want it to work better, you know, create it in a bigger way. Just do the same thing, but do it bigger. So for us, for example, it would be, let's say we've got a marketing funnel set up. At the front end of that funnel, we spend money on ads. If what we've got is already working, a way to do it in a bigger way would be just to actually just put more money into ads. Very, very simple. Yet I was planning all of these big, big changes of new programs, of switching things up, of new payment plans, of new marketing funnels. And actually, it just didn't need to be that difficult. So again, what was this? This was a positive intention behind this. And it was me, for me to feel like I was worthy of receiving. And what was really interesting was that this had come at a point when I think everything in my life, like it just all of a sudden just feels so easy, so effortless. And a lot of the big, big things that I wanted when I first started my business have already happened. They're here. So a big one for me was purchasing my home in Spain. I kind of always knew that I wanted to own a home abroad and I had these sort of big plans of what this house would look like. It has a pool, it's really spacious, you can see the sea and I got that and obviously that was amazing but sometimes when we get there and we don't have that next step of what's next clearly defined and clearly mapped out, it's easy for things to start feeling very comfortable. And so things are feeling comfortable, very, very comfortable in my life. Financially, like I know I'm pretty much set up for life. 
You know, if I wanted to, I could probably stop my business tomorrow and I would be financially, I would be pretty secure. And I know that my children would also be pretty secure. And then in the business, as I mentioned, things just work. Like we've kind of figured out like our sweet spot and it's predictable and, you know, it feels, you know, we feel comfortable with the growth. And this is good. Like this is obviously where you want to be. But there's got to be something that kind of fires you up to that next level. There's got to be something there. Okay. And for me, I think there wasn't really the clarity around what my sort of next level goals were. And there wasn't really that, that discomfort, perhaps, to get me there. And there has to be, in some ways, there has to be some sort of discomfort with where you are now to kind of inspire you to take that next level, okay? And so it might be an internal discomfort, like the things that you're feeling, how you're showing up in the world, maybe, you know, fears or lack of confidence. It could be an internal discomfort or it could be an external discomfort, something that you're recognizing, you know, you don't want within your physical world. So maybe it's, you would love to live in a nicer house or you're in a career that you don't like or your daily sort of day-to-day life doesn't reflect how you want it to look. We need that discomfort often to take us to that next level. It can be the catalyst to take us to that next level. Now, coming back to what I mentioned about sort of the, the addiction that I have to the struggle, it was almost like because things had got so easy and so, just so light, really. So, so light. There was no heaviness around my business at all. So easy. I started to convince myself that success couldn't look like this. That I had to do more. That I had to be more. That I had to show up more. And I started, despite everything working out in my life and everything just going so, so smoothly, I started to actually feel really not great, actually quite flat. And this is the thing, sometimes we assume that when we have all of these things that we've been planning to manifest, that we're gonna just automatically feel amazing and just stay that way. But I truly believe that one of the keys to consistent happiness is progress. So it's not a case of I'll be happy when, because you will get to that next level and there will be something more that, you know, it, it will, you'll get to that next level and, and, and that will be it. Like for a moment, it will give you the happiness and joy, but it may not necessarily be long lasting. There has to be that continual feeling of progress. And I know for a fact that it also has to be about more than just the money as well. So I've spoken a lot on this episode about, you know, taking my business to the next level financially. But I know that for me, whenever I've seen the biggest wins within my business, it's because my priorities haven't been the money. You know, they've definitely been one of my priorities, but the top priority has always been how much of an impact do I want to make in the lives of others? How can I change the lives of others? The reward I get for seeing other women stepping into their power and knowing that as my business grows, I'm reaching more people. I'm helping more women create their own success stories. 
And that's always been the thing that's really kind of driven me the most. So kind of coming back to what I was saying, like, I recognize this old pattern of me just wanting, wanting things to be difficult, wanting things to struggle. And again, to really kind of deal with this, it all comes back to the questions that you ask yourself. So a question here is just, again, kind of helping you create that self-awareness. Why am I clinging on to this identity? Do I really want to hold on to this identity? What am I scared of when it comes to letting go of this identity? How is being this person serving me? And in what way can I perhaps derive that benefit from elsewhere? So for me, coming back to this, getting recognition for working hard and feeling worthy because I've, you know, struggled or sacrificed or put in a lot of hours. Where am I? What is the benefit there? Like, who is praising me? Who's giving me acceptance or validation for this? And where else can I perhaps derive that acceptance or validation from? So it's really, again, it comes back to questioning yourself. And this is where, you know, as you become more powerful, if you are a coach, as you become more powerful within coaching, you'll be, you'll find it has a direct impact on your own life as well. And if you're not a coach, (laughs) I would strongly recommend you finding somebody to help hold space for you so they can ask you these powerful questions. So another question I ask myself is, what am I going to lose if I step into this, you know, into this identity of it being fun and easy again? What am I going to lose? What am I going to perhaps miss out on if I cling to, rather than clinging to this identity of it has to be hard work? Who am I going to lose? Maybe the fear is as you step into that next level, it's about leaving people behind and that can come with a lot of fears. Maybe as you step into that next level, you realize that you're going to be leaving behind a certain lifestyle. And maybe there's a part of you that really wants that change, but there's a part of you that feels sad that you're leaving that chapter behind. Because even our worst chapters come with some benefits, right? And I think back to perhaps when, you know, I first started my business and I often like to think back to these times when my partner and I, my, you know, we were living in this two bedroom flat and I didn't want to be there. Yet when I look back at those times, you know, living situation wasn't ideal, job situation, not ideal, finances were a mess, but there was so much joy in those times as well. Because we spent a lot of times like hanging out with friends, you know, going to the pub and it was very sort of carefree because it was kind of like at the time I just felt like I had nothing to lose. So I just kind of had this very carefree attitude of, you know, when it came to life. I didn't have any children at the time. So I had, I felt like I had very little responsibility. You know, it was before kind of like my business had really kicked off. And so It was, yeah, it was a time that I wanted to leave behind, but equally there was so many good things within those times as well. And so when we think about stepping into our next level, it can sometimes come with a little bit of a sadness about what we're going to be leaving behind or who we're going to be leaving behind. Remember that we are creatures of habits. We like the familiar. We like what is known to us, even if we know it isn't serving us at the highest level. And there's a part of us that really just wants to hold on to that even if we know that it's not really where we want to stay. So 
what I'm trying to get you to think about here is starting to kind of question why you're feeling a certain way or, you know, what you're scared of or what is it that's holding you back from taking that next step. Because within the questions you're asking yourself lies the answers that will help you then get to that next level. So I feel like I could, honestly, I could just go on and on and on with this topic, but I hope this has been helpful for you today. And I just wanted to share that I think perhaps to end on this episode, I just want to share that this is why, you know, this is why I love this work is because you're kind of always met with surprises, right? At every next level, there is something new to learn about yourself. Okay. The work is never done. The mindset work is never done. And sometimes we mistake, you know, we think that, oh, it's at the beginning when I've got to transform my mindset to become successful. Well, no, because then you'll get there and then there'll be something else. So it's a continuous journey and you have to be kind with yourself as you are on this journey. Okay. But remember what I said at the beginning, don't get angry with yourself if you are recognizing the self-sabotaging patterns of behavior, because that self-awareness in itself is amazing progress. So well done for just recognizing those patterns. Anyway, I will catch you ladies on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you've got any questions about this or anything that you'd like to share, please feel free to come and say hello, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. And yeah, I will see you next week, ladies. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.